generation too. This is where you contemplate the, like the desires, the desire, like Pawatana, Vipawatana. You can see, like desire to get concentration gives you the desire to get rid of the hindrances. You know, so you have, you know, the, the worldly mind, not the, not the contemplative mind, the worldly mind. I've got to get concentration. I've got to get rid of the hindrances. So then the reflective mind can see, you know, that this in regards to the Four Noble Truths, the, the, the desire, dunha, to get something you don't have, to get rid of something you have. And, uh, and then the panya comes in to, you know, if you're just trying to get rid of something, out of aversion, but then you can suppress things. But you know, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Can't sustain that kind of suppression. Where, where when you learn how to let things go, then, then the then the hindrances kind of drop away or, or cease. And then the concentration's there. Then the, 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 the mind is concentrated. Then without they desire to, to suppress a person of few, you know, needs and few expectations. You know, that, you know this is this is the the ideal thing of someone who practicing. Uh, then, so we we can you know we 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 should be completely content with the prerequisites and of the ideal. Uh, of, of our life is to be content with what is offered and, and to uh, be able to surrender to each moment. So then, uh, so this is this is the, the the ideal of it, the kind of direction, the kind of you know the, the, the ideal to me is is a, is a guiding star, the direction to go toward. That direction, but then in the in the realities of life, we find you know, even though that might be an ideal we have, we find ourselves uh, you know caught in all kinds of uh, emotional disturbing emotional states or uh, desires or opinions or views or whatever that uh, that uh, they we, you know are disturbing we can't we can't really be content with this moment because of we're feeling like this therefore uh, this, this is where the, like developing that awareness of what you're actually feeling not trying to suppress everything trying to make yourself into an ideal because then you're grasping the ideal you're not letting it you're not you're not using it as a guide you're merely trying to become an ideal mantra nun and it won't work it doesn't work like that this is where the then the the uh, mindfulness of the of the mental state so that, that when we listen uh, listen to say what how we're actually feeling uh, even though 
may be so far removed from what the ideal of what a monk or a nun should be feeling. It is, that's not the point, it's not a matter of comparing the realities of a moment with an ideal, but recognizing that this is the way it is. Not the way it is as a, as a, uh, as a kind of uh, sur surrendering to, to mediocrity or to uh, emotional space, but uh, the way it is is, is, is just noticing that this moment is like this. This is the feeling of the moment. This is, this is what the feeling they're not experiencing right now, like this. So this way. And that helps to, to look at it and, and uh, to, to merely see it and acknowledge it rather than to grasp it, resist it, take it as some kind of sign of your own, you know, some kind of uh, weakness in yourself or at least kind of the way we can, we can make, you know, harsh judgments uh, because we, we, we don't seem to be able to live up to the high ideals that, that we uh, hold as being how things should be. And of course that takes patience uh, and willingness to, to feel uh, what you're feeling. willing to feel insecure and willing to, to feel the anger or the greed or the anxiety, doubt, what this is a willing to to, uh, to be with that and to and and one can even, you know, make it more conscious by, by really exploring it, really thinking it out, but listening to yourself, thinking. Because there's a lot of things we're afraid to think, that or we feel guilty about thinking them, so we, we always have this kind uh, of filtering mechanism where, where things are never really fully conscious, they kind of have, they kind of reach this thing, but not do that, and yet there's always this kind of defense mechanism operating, we develop ways of avoiding, distracting, them. or then we just get depressed, if we can't, then we just sink into this misery and then and sink into a state of depression, because we, 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 we tired of struggling, trying to get rid of it, so then we just get stuck in it. Then they, so that this just uh, helps to, like, like, just a general uh, sense of something's wrong. Something is it right? Something might go wrong. Well, like a lot of anxiety, 
then that we can wake up in the morning with that, you know, something wrong. Maybe there's something wrong. And then that will, if we don't, don't really recognize that, then it does influence how we think. We start worrying or doubting or getting caught up in these emotional, these sankharas. That come out of the avicca, but culminating, you know, simmering underneath the surface. Then we can you know, something wrong with me, something wrong with place, something wrong with the practice, something wrong. And so there's, there's always a desire to find something that will seem make it seem more right. Like find a different way of practice, find a, a new skillful means or upayas or attempts to, to try to, to feel that everything is right. But then the, in, in practice, I mean, with the uh, there's a kind of mental state, so a kind of anxiety, or just not feeling restless or discontented, or that something wrong. It's like this. You know, one, can, one can contemplate it when, when one has, feels that way. There's something wrong. You know, you, you can't trace it to be anything definite. You know, like a like a, a bear chasing you, or. Bandits are at the gates, or, or the, you know, the central heating system isn't operating on a cold morning. And then, so there is something wrong. You can taste you know, that uh, we have to sit in a cold cellar. But it is that general feeling of anxiety and discontentment uh, kind of always keeps us going, looking for something. Or blaming somebody, either ourselves or somebody else, or the situation. One thing I found very helpful is, is uh, in, in one thing is turning to the silence. One way, you know, uh, recognizing this feeling and, and this, this kind of anxious or unsettling state of mind and then and then gently uh, turning to the sound of silence resting in that or just being with what you're doing like drinking your tea just being kind of resting with your with what you're doing being fully with the simple motions of like drinking having tea <coughs> Whatever you're doing, to, to just be uh, walking, just suddenly just be with the step you're you're taking at the moment, and that that's that's the kind of like a relief of the mind because so much of our life is like drinking tea. 
feeling I've got a premonition. And then you hear rumors, you know, like the rumors that something's wrong. With the way we practice. But then that, then also, Somebody says we are practicing rightly. There's a better way to do it. We've got to get in touch with our feelings or things like this so that we're... Then these, these kind of statements are, you know, can get us into a state of, of thinking there is something really wrong. And that the way we're practicing isn't... isn't uh, we are, we are getting to the real causes, the real core of uh, our own problem. Now, notice how these, these kind of how, how these kind of ideas do affect us. We we uh, we can throw us into a state of doubt, and anxiety, insecurity. But they, but they, but then in the if you're going to directly. Uh, the direct practice then is to, to observe that, to, to, to be able to, to know what you're feeling or how things do affect you. That's where the Paticca Samuppada is so helpful, isn't it, in getting that perspective. Like if, you, if, the mind, if there's mindfulness, then the mind's empty, it's, it's, but it's receptive, it's not you're not asleep, you know, unconscious, but, but there's a open and receptive, and it hasn't any axe to grind, it's not, it's not taking any position on anything. So that's what I like, like with the sound of silence, I like to establish uh, that awareness on the, on the sound of silence, because it helps to, to get that sense of just open, spacious, consciousness in the present. And then, then there's nothing, uh, you know, it's just, if you're just resting with that sound, resting and, and just being with it, rather than trying to get concentrated on it, but then you're, then you're, then you're, then you're trying to get something from it, but in the sense of resting with that, relaxing, and, and the mind is open, then, then you have, then you have some way of uh, looking at, at, at mental, stuff that arises. But if we if we start say from the wake up in the morning we're already the vicha, the ignorance, because this this kind of grasping this, of this, this assumption then takes us to the experience of suffering. And then we, we tend to be caught in the momentum of that of that feeling that attitude which influences everything around us. We begin to see all kinds of things that are wrong. We begin to, to uh, just, you know, what we, it's prejudice, prejudice, it prejudices our, our conscious experience into just picking up, you know, the, the things that, that look wrong or don't seem right. Or, or then you, Think of the, all the things that somebody did, or the, the mistakes of the past. 
like, like you've been, you know, when you're angry with somebody, then you you only think of all the wrong things they've ever done. Twenty years ago, you said this to me. Remember when you, remember when you, five years ago, when you you just left me out in the cold and didn't 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 show any concern when I when I was obviously in a terrible state. Do you remember when? Ten years ago, that time that you said this to me and, and abused me. Do you remember that? <laughs> the mind will pick out, remember every everything that happened in the past from that first. Because it, it, it's primed for that. I mean, once that has that, that aversion there, then it, then then what you what you remember, what what impinges on you, it tends to be filtered through that kind of uh, attitude. And this is why in, in, like in doubt, it's uh, because it is a, uh, you know, the doubting, if we just want uh, uh, superficial answers, to make us feel secure, then that, then that is, uh, then then we're just going to live on a level of, of just you know, tell me everything's fine, something's wrong, feeling something's wrong, well everything's gonna be all right, everything's right, it's perfect, got everything under control, don't worry about anything, everything's okay, and I feel you know intuitive, I feel. Everything's all right. It's okay. Everything's fine. Perfect. Thank you. I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> because that thing, everything, something's wrong, is, you know, and so we do look for affirmation. Tell me everything is okay, even if it's not. Sometimes what we're asking people to do. They say everything's okay because I can't bear to hear that there's something not okay. So that we we can we kind of what they call it what is this term the codependent codependency codependent relationships where where there's this kind of thing uh, where we're reaffirming our delusions. We develop a relationship of affirming our, our, our delusions about ourselves and the world. Or another dysfunctional, another modern term, where, where they, you know, everybody's pretending in that. Not admitting what's really happening, and, and not really, uh, not daring to bring up into consciousness what you know how they're actually feeling, and giving cross messages and trying to to cover up things. Because that's what because there's something we're very frightened of. We can't bear. We can't be friends. But then in establishing mindfulness, 
then that, that very feeling of dread and something wrong can be can be seen. And it, and, you know, it's, it, it is what it is, and you're not trying to, you know, if something comes up that's obviously wrong, then then you can, uh, uh, you know, you can recognize that. But it's not. But you're you're not just, say, living in a level of anxiety, and and uh, and trying to distract yourself and get rid of that feeling by by uh, just uh, uh, affirmations and trying to get confirmation that everything's fine from others from other people. Because we can actually bear that feeling once we see it and, and know how to relate and how to, to accept it, how to, like, to know it for what it is. It's like this. Then the consciousness, when the mind isn't caught up in the, with the vicha, then, then the feeling of dread or uh, doubt or uncertainty or something wrong, we can, we can that's not suffering if we if we if we accept it for what it is and, and are willing to to be with it willing to admit it willing to acknowledge it it's like this So then, a lot of the things that frighten us, we find out, are not really, I mean, we're, we're making up a lot of things. Uh, because you, you can, you can, uh, when you're really <coughs> frightened or terrified or dreading, all kinds, I mean, you can, there's all kinds of possibilities of, of terrible things inside us. Say, latent tendencies. I don't know what latent tendencies I have. And then you can, because you don't know, it's a later, it's something down deep inside. It could be anything. Inside here might be some kind of a serial killer, rapist, or something really mad. Um, you know, I can imagine anything. That's what you do, is that some, some dreadful thing that you, that uh, you most, uh, afraid of finding out what, what these latent tendencies are. I might not be able to stand it. Because it's latent tendencies and they give this idea of some kind of something that's there permanently that that, uh, that uh, is frightening and maybe unhorrible or terrible or bad. And uh, many people would just prefer to, I don't want to know, tell me everything's all right. Smile, say, good morning, everything's wonderful. I love Amara, what do you love it here? Practice is marvelous. You're a fine teacher. Lungs and lungs are all wonderful. It's really content living here. wouldn't want to live anywhere else.
the, the I found the relieving part of this this directness is that that things are what they are, like that feeling that there's something wrong. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong in, in any. It just feels it. And there's this feeling. You can recognize this feeling, and might maybe there is something wrong. But also, you know, then then we can just you know if we know what's wrong, then we can do something about it. But if but this feeling that something's wrong, or something's wrong with me, something's wrong with the place, or this general feeling of doubt and dis-ease about things. If it's just seen for what it is, you know, then it, it's just that. Things are what they are. It's the, the suchness, the as-isness. So then, if, you have, you know, you don't have to worry about latent tendencies or or that there's something really wrong, kind of permanently, basically wrong. It, uh, it, it, the, the only, and if we, if we, uh, if we don't contemplate it, then we, we tend to, uh, see that, and you know, that the world is you know, because it comes out of a beach, that's its problem. You know, so I mean, basically everything is uh, wrong. Because people operate out of a beach, so, and, and they, so that they create endless problems. So as long as there's a beach, there's something wrong. Uh, definitely, it ends up with suffering. But the, the, pot, the potential is that we don't, we can, we can wa- awaken the mind from that avicca. But if we don't do it, if we don't do it, then how, how can I expect you to do it? I don't do this. If I do uh, extirpate avicca in the moment, then, and, and, then I, and then I'm asking you to do it. You know, no, it's, it's, uh, it's up to each one of us, isn't it? It's the, it's the uh, potential we all have, that possibility. Uh, the world, well, then the world will be what it is, because it's the result of, of causes. And, uh, and so there's always going to be something wrong with it. And uh, with the, the aging process of the body, and the, the, from birth, death, and in the, uh, in the conditioned realm, that uh, it, it is basically, you know, something wrong with it. In fact, that it's not, it, it is, it's uh, what arises, ceases, it's not, it changes. And the basic, uh, and then what's really wrong is the avicca that, uh, that, that produces this suffering. So the, the message of is that there is a way out. There is an escape from there. And the escape is very immediate and very direct. So that's why with, with the pointing to these, uh, like this, this direct looking and feeling, or the, this, uh, this attitude of the Satipatthana, foundations of mindfulness, Establishing mindfulness, reflection, contemplation on the body, on the feelings, on the 
mental state from the Dhamma. Also, I think it's important to, uh, sometimes to bear with unpleasant feelings. I mean, but, uh, like when things are, there's a lot of difficulties or doubts or disillusioned monks and nuns and, and scandals and problems or whatever, it's, then this then, then I thought it helpful to to, this, to get the feeling for it. It feels like this when when things are difficult or complicated, a lot of disillusionment or unpleasantness, and it feels this way. And so you can just by this reflection, this this is the way. This feels this way. Gives you some perspective on on the say. It's, it's kind of unsettling, doubting, uncertain. Uh, view there's something wrong and uh, all kinds of possibilities of threatening people threatening the sangha or this kind of this kind of uh, feeling then what I found very helpful is to really feel that not to try to endlessly kind of think about it or to to get caught up in it what does it feel like when this is when when this is the uh, what you're you're experiencing in your mind, like this. So then, if you, you have you know you don't have to worry about latent tendencies or or that there's something really wrong, kind of permanently, basically wrong. It, uh, it, it, the only and if we if we uh, if we don't contemplate this, then we we tend to. Uh, see that, and you know, that the world is, you know, because it comes out of a vicha, that's its problem. You know, so I mean, basically everything is uh, wrong. Because people operate out of a vicha, and so, and, and they, so that they create endless problems. So as long as there's a vicha, there's something wrong. Uh, definitely, it ends up with suffering. But the, the, pot, the potential is that we don't, we can, we can wait, awaken the mind from that avicca. But if we don't do it, if we don't do it, then how, how can I expect you to do it? I don't do this. If I do uh, extirpate avicca in the moment, then, and, and, then I, and then I'm asking you to do it. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's up to each one of us, isn't it? It's, it's the, it's the uh, potential we all have, that possibility. Uh, the world, well, then the world will be what it is because it's the result of, of causes. And, uh, and so there's always going to be something wrong with it. 
and uh, with the, the aging process of the body and the, the, from birth, death, and, and the uh, and the conditioned realm. It's, uh, it, it is basically, you know, something's wrong with it. In fact, that it's not. It, it is. It's uh, what arises ceases. It's not it changes. And the basic, uh, and then what's really wrong is the avicca that, uh, that that produces this suffering. So the, the message of is, is that there is a way out. There is an escape from this. And the escape is very immediate and very direct. With, with this pointing to these, uh, like this, this direct looking at feeling or this, uh, this attitude of the satipatthana, foundations of mindfulness, establishing mindfulness, reflection, contemplation on the body, on the feelings, on the mental state, on the tamma. Also, I think it's important to uh, sometimes to bear with unpleasant feelings. Like when things are, there's a lot of difficulties or doubts or disillusioned monks and nuns and, and scandals and problems or whatever. This, then this. Then, then I found it helpful to to, listen, to get the feeling for it. It feels like this when when things are difficult or complicated, a lot of disillusionment or unpleasantness, and it feels this way. And because you can just by this reflection, this this is the way. This feels this way. Gives you some perspective on on the say. It's, it's kind of unsettling, doubting, uncertain. Uh, view there's something wrong and uh, all kinds of possibilities of threatening people threatening the sangha or and that this kind of this kind of uh, feeling then what I found very helpful is to really feel that not to try to endlessly kind of think about it or to to get caught up in it but what does it feel like when this is when when this is the uh, Experiencing in your mind like this. Then, they, then it gives you a and that we can bear. That's a, that's a bearable thing. Once you, you you're looking at it in the moment, as the way it is now. But when you're trying to think about it, then it becomes very complicated, and and, and the, you know it goes into well, if whatever 
avicca position you grasp, and it, it becomes increasingly more complex and fraught and problematic and despairing. It's very, uh, so many kind of uh, levels and different, you know. This is, but this is where, where mindfulness helps you to clarify what is intuition, which is isn't coming from defilement. It's not from, not from a self-view. Intuitive. My intuition is, is uh, you know, picking up on some, something. That sense of that intelligence operates in the present. And then there's this 
vicha kind of anxiety. So that's but you but as you get to know yourself then you you can see the difference. Know the difference. cultural or personal view about what women are then, then you tend to see that and, and that's all you see is, is just that from that bias but then also feminists can do that about men men are like this or, or maybe they have very fixed views about what women are so forth so that the vicha is is the problem, isn't it? Not not really. That the, the basic problem is is a vicha, not male female. So then, you know, when you see that, when you when you already have a view of that, say, women are like this, and then you. You can, you, you can, you know, you can observe that, say, with the empty mind, you're not coming from a, a bias, you're not, you're not grasping any viewpoint, then you can, you begin to, to recognize uh, this, this kind of attitude as, uh, as something, uh, for what it is, as, a, as an attitude or a, or a prejudice or an assumption. But as soon as you get hold of that assumption, then you, then you, uh, then it takes you into the old uh, uh, result of the, su- the suffering that comes from from that assumption, from grasping that avicca. So when we when we try to solve all the problems, say personal problems and and uh, gender problems and political problems. International problem and uh, religious problem, but usually the reason why 
that the results are so unsatisfactory is because it's it is that you're just it's a beach uh budget fun car prejudices, unacknowledged prejudices, things that one is holding, resentments, uh, racial biases, class prejudices, personal axes to grind, and that, and uh, so it's a wonder that, that there's this much, that we get along as well as we do on this planet. And you can see the Buddha's pointing to the real, to the, to, to the basic, to the to what, where it all began. In here, it's a, a beach house is something that, that if we don't, if we don't see it and recognize it, then it's certainly not going to. Uh, we can't expect uh, Great Britain to operate from wisdom with skillful means. Because this country is us, isn't it? It's all of us living here. So, I mean, and if all of us are operating out of a vita, then you know, it's quite remarkable that, it's as, that it does as well as it. <laughs> because we're probably guiding spirits of some sort, devas and, and various forces in the, in the universe that uh, are trying to kind of help him, help a bit. Because if it was just on the basis of of human of each eye would be utterly hopeless. But that doesn't mean to go around trusting that the forces, the kind forces of the universe are always trying to protect us, because sometimes they don't. Sometimes everything goes into terrible warfare and annihilation. So then, it's, it's up to each one of us, isn't it? And suddenly we realize it's our opportunity. Does he want to help Britain or help the world? Save the children? Help the dolphins? Whatever. The thing you can do is, is, is get it right yourself. That's the greatest gift, kindest thing you can do for the welfare of all things and beings. And that's what you can do moment by moment in the kind of continuous practice when just uh, an occasional, occasional uh, practice. Or, you know, like giving dana uh, and offering the merit for the welfare of all sentient beings, that's very good. That's one, you know, that's, that's a good practice. But the ultimate practice is the is the is the mindfulness. I used to contemplate this a lot years ago. What is, what is it that I can do right now at this moment that will benefit all sentient beings? With a kind of conundrum. What is it that that at this moment that I can do as one individual being that that can benefit or be a, a blessing to all all sentient beings. But 
At first I thought, well, just wishing well, like, like spending metta. Even more than that is the, the complete relinquishment of avicca. Until we could meet at nine o'clock. This is the last meeting, isn't it? This is the twenty-nine on the thirtieth. The season draws. Do you want to start immediately, or?